Welcome, boys and girls, to the Didn't Hate a Movie podcast. I'm your host, Josiah Burnett. I'm joined by uh, some lovely buddies here. Yeah, uh, Lewis from DAI. Lewis from DAI. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's, it's <laughs> a beautiful man over here. Uh, and for the first time, yeah. our friend Derek is joining yeah, us. Yeah, brand new face. This is really exciting. Yeah, good. He, he won't <laughs> feel that way towards the end. <laughs> you sound very excited. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the naivety. He hasn't been on yet, and uh, we were talking before, and he's only seen a couple of these, so we'll Ooh. we'll see if you yeah. know what you got yourself into. <laughs> Actually, n- not only a uh, first time on here, but like first time doing a, a podcast in general. Ooh, nice! So, yeah, yeah. We're, we're your first. Let's yeah. go. It won't be your last. Don't worry, <laughs> and don't repeat that, Lewis. Uh, so yeah, today's a good episode because we're gonna be talking about a uh, little indie movie franchise uh called the hunger games yeah never Sorry. heard of it L- little small tiny actress uh, unknown jennifer lawrence yeah no one's ever heard of her and then uh the guy from five nights at freddy's mr yeah. fazbear oh no the and other guy yeah and uh that one guy woody something like from toy story Mi- yeah uh the guy from the <laughs> i was gonna say a word <laughs> that you can't say on youtube champions <laughs> 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 you can't say it in that movie either if, if you know what i'm talking about there but yeah, so we're going to talk about the Hunger Games since uh, the new Hunger Games is coming out. Uh, snakes and birds and stuff. What is Songbirds it? and snake fire or something. S- snakes on planes. Snakes on fire. <laughs> snakes on fire. Yeah. Snakes singing songs. Catching, catching snake snakes. fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just going to be honest. Um, I really like this franchise, yeah. and we'll go through like each movie here. But I don't know if I want a prequel. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, no. I like the franchise more than I thought it would. Oh, like, I'm I'm very uh, glad to like, hear that. At first, like I was kind of apprehensive because it came out in that era of like Twilight, Divergent, and that, and I thought it was going to be like another one of those. And you was, you know what's crazy? Yeah. I think Twilight started it, yeah. and then what carried it through like even today was Hunger Games. Yeah, because it's like billion dollar, multi billion dollar franchise. Yeah, which is it a was up there in popularity amongst all the movies that came out at that time. Yeah. yeah, and uh, like just from the first one, so I guess we'll start with the first, the Hungry Games. Yeah, the, the game, Hungry first Games, the Gungry Games, the Gungry, the Gungry ga- Games. <laughs> um, let's go around the table and do our normal rating system. So, Derek, you've you've seen this once or twice, so you probably know twice. this. Um, we rated on a scale of didn't hate it to hate it and everything in between. So, uh, the first matters. Hungry Games, yeah, the yeah. inflection matters, and the points are made up. Yeah, um, I didn't, I didn't hate it. Nice, hmm. didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Uh, the first Hunger Games for me, saw it in 2012, because, you know, I'm old, yeah. in the theater, and it kind of rocked my world a little bit, because I was expecting something Twilight-esque, yeah. and I think I was dragged there by a girl, too, and I was like, shut up, woman, I'm watching Hunger <laughs> Games. Um, and you know what's great? So, Lewis just watched this for the first time, yeah. and we haven't been able to talk yet. Nah. So, what'd you, what'd you think of it? Really liked it. I'm surprised how, like, serious they took it, and, like... Like, the build-up to the actual Hunger Games, I really liked. Like, we didn't actually get it until, like, halfway through the movie, I don't think. Right. Yeah, and, like, how serious and, like, grounded it felt until, like, the the weird muscle dogs came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so this is one of those franchises that uh, I actually read the book after the first movie. Mm-hmm. So I went and I read the whole franchise because I just needed more, right? And um, obviously I like the movies better. I'm just a movie guy. I, th- I think mm-hmm. whichever one you do first, you wind up having a proclivity towards so like if you read the books first you're gonna think the books are better yeah but i do think there are things that were handled in the the books better like the dogs they were handled in the books better i heard the dogs were like 
corpses of like the old contestants reanimated. They had the names of the uh, contestants they had just eliminated oh. on their leashes. Yeah, okay. that's pretty cool. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, and that was an element that played better in the book than you know the movie is just these dogs that show up. Yeah. Yeah. That'd have been kind of cool if like Katniss was like fighting a dog and she saw like Rue's name on the leash. That w- yeah, that would have had some weight because uh, Rue's death in yeah. that first one, like. Just looking you're like she looks down and sees like the spear in her chest. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> uh Derek, what do you think of this movie? Uh, kind of, kind of like what Lewis said. I really liked um the first half, all the build up. Actually, I think I might have liked that part more than the actual game itself. Me too. Um the probably the two things that kind of really didn't do it for me were the the shaky cams. That was a little too much, and uh, the desaturated color palette. That's I, fair. I kind of like liked it, and I thought it fit the tone because it's like dystopian and like you know everything's bleak and bleak, yeah, yeah. And hopeless feel to it. To me, it almost made it feel like it was older than a 2012 movie. Mm. I, I, think. I think I agree with that. I think that might be what they're going for, kind of go for that older, mature look. Maybe. Y- you know, it kind of feels timeless, that first one, because yeah. I watched it. I rewatched it with my mom, which y'all don't understand. Y'all don't know my mom. She only watches Hallmark, and that's literally it. Like, I don't think she watches and maybe a doctor show, like The Good Doctor or something. <laughs> so for her, to, she wanted to watch Hunger Games. So we watched them, and... The shaky cam was way too much for her. Mm-hmm. She got vertigo. She gets vertigo very bad. And mm. that, if I remember correctly, was one of the first ones that started like what I call the extreme shaky cam, which is like it's so shaky you can't tell what's going on in the shot. Mm. Not a big fan. <laughs> Especially you know in in that movie as well when uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character is like kind of looking all across you know the scene the room. And it's you know it's shaky the entire time jumping around. Yeah, especially like the scenes where like there's multiple uh, people like going after the cornucopia area, yeah. mm-hmm. and like she's like I I can't remember which part if it was like when they set off the trap to blow up the 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 big pile or yeah. whatever. But there's one specific part where there are multiple people that you haven't seen, so this is your establishing shot, yeah. and it's so shaky. You can't tell who is where that and what is. Was, that's definitely going. when they were about to start the games. Yes, you know, she comes. She comes up uh, to the floor, and you know she's like looking around mm-hmm. what the surroundings is, and you know you see all the other contestants on the pedestals far away, and it's so shaky. You're like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> what's he doing over there? Yeah, what's that? What's that guy doing over there? What are you doing over there under the cover of light? <laughs> <laughs> what, what I love too is the world building. Yeah. I think, I, like uh, you were saying about the games being less interesting than just them like living life yeah i kind of agree like that's why like i had to read the books because i just wanted to know more about this world and like what was going to happen next in the world yeah like the whole i guess the spoilers but like the resistance and seeing how like the rich people live versus like the poor people and like squala and squala (laughs) (laughs) well that was a that was like one of the main fascinations of that 2012-2014 era, we were just having so many franchises, and not just in movies, all kind of pop culture that were mm-hmm. uh, focusing on the post-apocalyptic, 
you know, faction, resistance, rise up kind of yeah, you know, like divergent themes. thing. Divergent, yeah, like almost came. Yeah, it, it's same year, close. Uh, twenty fourteen, I think, was divergent. Okay. It, it was because of uh, Hunger Games was gangbusters, yeah. and they were like, we we will make four of those and Maze Runner, and that didn't work. And they Thank did make you. four Maze Runners, but yeah, I was gonna say Maze Runner felt different, but nah. Yeah, I I'll say like this to me was the original like YA series like young yeah. adult book series that took off. Like yeah. I know Twilight took off like it, Gangbusters Harry and Potter. Office. Yeah, I kind of don't count that just because it's one of a kind. Yeah, like there is nothing. I, there are people that have tried to like do stuff like do franchises like that, like Percy Jackson and stuff like that, but they didn't yeah. get close. Nah. So like Hunger yeah. Games, everyone tried to be like Hunger Games, and they got. Fairly close. Like there was yeah. three Divergent movies, even though there was four. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be four, and then there was four Maze Runners, and you know a lot yeah. of them kind of try to do that model, and they eked it out, but not like Hunger Games, where yeah. it was like billions of dollars, right? Yeah. Um, but I will say too, uh, the soundtrack, mm. the score is so good. I've been listening to it in my car. The mm. soundtrack when uh, Rue dies, yeah. and it's just that sad music. But it's yeah. determined and hopeful at the same time. It's mm. just, it's really good. Mm. Who's the composer who did it? I forget. I'll put his name uh, over he's here. He's right here. He's right here. So, <laughs> somewhere. Um, but uh, he's done a bunch of stuff, too. Like, a bunch of really big movies. But uh, this is the only one that, like, it stood out to me. Um, but so, any other thoughts on the first Hungry Games? Pretty good. I, I think it might be the first time I've seen Jennifer Lawrence try in a movie. Oh my gosh! Okay, this is what reminded. So rewatching this, it reminded me that Jennifer Lawrence can act. She is the best actress of our generation. The only problem is when she acts. Yeah, when she <laughs> wants to be. When she doesn't phone it in really, really hard. <laughs> like I'm just thinking of that clip from X Men, where he's like, "You should start calling this place X Women. We do all the work around here." Bye now. My favorite is that at the end of like her arc in uh, Dark Phoenix, she dies. She's like, we are all X Men, and then yeah, she she literally <laughs> dies, and she's like, "Oh no, <laughs> I'm bleeding out." But she she's genuinely fantastic. Yeah, like in this whole series. So there's this movie called Winter's Bone that came out like I think 2011 or 2009, something like that, right before Hunger Games, and it's basically her audition for Hunger Games. It's kind of a very similar story, just not dystopian. Just put it in like modern day, and it's kind of her same character and stuff. And she, probably her best performance, like she's phenomenal. Um, but all throughout the Hunger Games, she's she's great. Yeah, uh, I will say because this will carry on to the other movies, the uh, the romance side stuff. Uh, the will they won't they. Yeah, and the love triangle. The only part thing. my mom liked. Uh, I would think that was solid. You know, having uh, Jennifer Lawrence and um, her uh, childhood Ch- 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 friend, the uh, Liam Hemsworth. Uh, Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. having Gail. them already like pre-established, and then adding Peter, Peter, but, but not because you know they actually had chemistry, but because it was. It was a necessary evil in yeah. order for them to they survive. That bonding. was, that was a, like what Rob's been teaching us. That, yeah. was re- <laughs> that was a really cool way of creating a love triangle. Yeah. I, I will agree. For me, I don't like love triangles because yeah. I, I'm very pragmatic just in every way. So like the yeah. will they, won't they? Do one or the other, I don't care. You know? yeah. Honestly, I mean, it, 
points it just feel like Jesus cheating on Gail. The, especially as the movies progress, yeah. it, Peta doesn't become a clear choice until much later in the game. I think yeah. I was gonna say like, like that's the they, problem. Like like like, but for this movie. It was a good way to introduce one, but not like really be serious yeah, about yeah. it. And and you can feel like so. I guess we'll go into Catching Fire here because you, know, you can. I was going to yeah. say, what's the point of having him be a baker? Why not just say he's an artist and that's why you can do it? Okay, so I, I will take a qualm. So for all the gushing I do about the first <laughs> one, um, he's a baker in literally the poorest district in the country, yeah. right? How many? Cakes is he decorating yeah. to where he can do that level? <laughs> Just say he's an artist. Cause that, like that would I think later on they do right because like I think in Catching Fire he, he does somewhere. the the thing of Rue. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean yeah, which which is cool. But uh, like that's <laughs> after the first one where he does the most lifelike tree bark face. Like it's better like, looking than Groot. Yeah. Like, and I, how long did it take him to do that? I, he was injured yeah. when he did it. And unless he got a care package that we didn't see, yeah, he's using what? like yeah. what did he paint with? Like poop and I mean, <laughs> that had to have been like dung. that had to have been at that quality. It had to have taken like four hours at least. Also, like Cat just stepped on him. He's like, ow! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like if anybody did that, he's like, oh, he's right here. I well, that's the thing too. Is like you know they're meant for each other because Peter should have been dead like yeah. immediately. I think Katniss <laughs> in this movie is. Uh, uh, specifically, she does very smart things, but you still feel like okay, she's a child. Yeah. So yeah. like, she does smart things, but she's also limited to the experience and the just the knowledge that she has. Yeah. Um. So like, when she's cutting down those uh, tracker jackers, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna be honest, I would have just gotten out of there. Like, I would have yeah. took my chances on foot or something. You know, I would have done something other than like cutting this thing. But I'm afraid of heights. I ain't up in the tree anyway. So. Yeah. I would die very early in the Hunger Games. I don't know about y'all. I think a lot of us would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, right, right in the opening corner to come up here. Yeah, I think I would just stand there and be <laughs> like, like, okay, let's go. Do I over. take the sword or the mace and axe to the back of the head? <laughs> yeah. um, so that brings us to uh, number two, Hunger Games Catching Fire. Uh, Lewis, you start us. Didn't hate it. Um, what are the other options? Uh, uh, <laughs> we got hated, didn't hate it, liked it, loved it. Yeah, uh, yeah. liked it. Oh, uh, you broke oh. that. No, that's good. <laughs> I, I loved it. I didn't hate it. I love it. Um, to me, Hunger Games walked my walked my world. <laughs> it walked your it, world. It walked it, it with walked. with a, with a walk. walk. Yeah. Um, and then Catching Fire it was like, like the Mongolian like skillet thing. Yeah, then, yeah. You got the little like hibachi in there. Yeah. yeah, you turned the heat up a little bit. I feel like it took everything that made like the first one good and it just did it more. It did more, yeah. And it did some things that like the book didn't do, which I really appreciate. Like it really does more with Hamish's character yeah. and Effie's character. And they become such endearing characters. Yeah. And Cinna, oh my god, Cinna yeah. Lenny Kravitz is yeah. Cinna. Um, yeah. What a good choice! Like, who thought of that? That's such a good, such good casting, and he's yeah. a really good character. I wish we I, saw more. Yeah, I wish he didn't die. I know. I wish he yeah. didn't die off screen. I wish yeah. we. I, I kind of like that he kind of left ambiguous because I thought maybe they'd do something and bring him back, but nah. But no, he yeah. he gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I I really love when um the way that Katniss tries to protect Peta when they do the second games. Yeah. And that's the thing too. So my mom's watching it. And we had just watched the first one, so we're watching the second one. And she's like, when it gets to the part where 
uh, it's the games, but they're bringing back all the victors. Yeah. She didn't know what the second one was about, right? Because yeah. I'm just like showing these to her, and she's like lives under a rock. So it unfolds what's happening. She goes, "No, they're not gonna make. Oh my god, they're gonna make them do it again." <laughs> and I'm like, "I bet that would be shocking if you didn't know." I didn't know either. It's kind of shocking. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's that. I wish huh? I would have watched a movie like that, but I read the stupid book after the first movie. Uh, so I had an idea. Like they did mm. different things, but like when Finnick shows up, I'm yeah. like, "Oh, Finnick!" Yeah, Finnick's really great. I love Finnick in the movies. Well, I wonder. I wonder. Uh, did they really mention like in the first movie that once you, once you survive the games, that you're exempt from doing it again? They don't in the movies, but in the books, and that's one of the things I think they should have maybe touched on a little yeah. bit more because my mom like didn't understand like so we pick up in Catching Fire and they're now in the Victor Square, which is where they live. They live in mansions now, right? And she's like, "So what? Now they're all of a sudden rich? They made money from that?" And I'm like, "Well, not really. It's like you mm-hmm. make money from the capital now because every year, and I think Haymitch says it every year they're going to yeah. pull you out and take you on a tour and." So so you live, you know, with better means, but it's like because you were playing the game for the rest of your life, basically. Yeah. Um, and they don't really say that in the movie. They just it's inferred. I think you can infer it. But yeah. well, yeah, uh, when they were doing the tour, uh, Peter makes uh, the big announcement to uh, Rue's family that uh, they would donate yeah. a percentage of their winnings every month for the rest of their lives. And like, OK, so they, they basically got an allowance from the capital. Yeah. 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 And I like how like you see like the sparks of the rebellion building and like you see like the corruption and how they basically use propaganda to fuel the Hunger Games. Yeah. Like I love seeing that. I, I love it so much and my mom and I think she's based uh for this, but she <laughs> She's based. She's based. But she she kept saying like they wouldn't make this today. And what's funny is she doesn't know what year this this came out. Like they all came out before twenty fifteen. But I think she's kind of right. Yeah. Because the theme is kind of like... Don't trust the government. Don't trust the government. Like, either way, whether it's, you know, the evil capital or we'll talk later yeah. about what happens in Mockingjay, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I feel like that's a really good theme because automatically, like, it's the people trying to band together and there's an evil force, the government, stopping them, right? Yeah. And I feel like it's a very universal theme. And uh, seeing, like, uh, the old guy that does the... The yeah. thing, and then he gets shot. Yeah, I mean that's powerful stuff, man. That's yeah. ah, I love that movie. Um, and then of course, the games yeah. of the second one, and I love when Effie gets him on the train, and she's like, uh, "Everything's different." <laughs> <laughs> the way she says it's so funny because she's like, "Everything will be different now." <laughs> it's just like kind of nonchalantly, like, "Well, I guess now we got to play the game." <laughs> Where she she kind of has that disposition. Throughout the rest of of the of the movies, she's kind of like, "Well, it is what it is. I'm here, and we're about we're <laughs> yeah. just gonna have to do it." But see, I love her character because in the books she doesn't come off as well as she does in the movies. Because in the movies, you can tell as you go down the line, like she actually cares for Katniss and Peeta. And so when they do the second Hunger Games, and now they have to be a part of the second one, she knows it's unfair. Like this is the first time for her. That like she's seen this is the actual oppression of the government where these people were supposed to live happy lives yeah. if they yeah. just did what they were supposed to, but now because they bucked a little, now they got to die. Yeah. yeah, and she started seeing that. And I, I love that. She, yeah, she it she showed it a little. They could have showed it a little more. Mm-hmm. 
You know, but you could tell, like, in just little subtle hints in her voice that she don't want to be here. She don't want to have mm-hmm. to see these these young people do this again. Yeah. And her getting, like, the little gold things. Oh, them, yeah, that was nice. That That was her way of, like, being like, I love you guys. We shouldn't have to go through this, right? Yeah. yeah. But she's just so such nice. a charming character. I love her. Yeah. And Hamish too. Hamish turned both out her awesome. and Hamish like right from the get go. They had good chemistry together and with um, like Katniss, Katniss and, and Vita. Yeah, definitely. Um, so how do we feel about Jenna Malone? Uh, is that her character's name or her act- actress name? I can never remember. Uh, the one that strips down in the elevator. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> you remember that one, don't you? <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's <laughs> it leaves weird. an impression. That that was weird, and what's funny is my mom the whole time is just like, what, why? What, why? Why? Yeah, <laughs> why? I, I, I don't think we got an answer. Not was really. Was she trying to get with Peter? No. Was, was she trying she, to get with Cat? Well, no. She no. hints at, in the elevator. Yeah, you know, like, like what does it feel like now to have everyone want to sleep with you? And you know, Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> is like, oh well. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I wasn't I, talking, talking to you. To you. <laughs> I I do love that because it's the first time that someone like addressed Peter. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the whole time they're addressing Katniss, and they're only addressing Peta in re- like in regards to Katniss. Yeah, and it's the first time that someone's just like, "This is happening to you," you know? Yeah, you were here too, Peta. He's like, "Oh," he's like, "Oh my God, I'm a real boy. <laughs> I'm not a cake. <laughs> I am not a cake." Um, uh, yes, that still bugs me in the first one. <laughs> anyway, her her performance is is entertaining. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really think she has. That much to do. To do. Yeah, I kind of wish we saw more of the other contestants, like the lady with the shark teeth. Oh, what I know. Yeah, that was interesting. Someone. Didn't really see her again. Yeah, yeah. I, and didn't we see her another time? But she got killed immediately. Yeah, you see her yeah. one time in the games and yeah. killed immediately. And then yeah. BD is one of my favorite characters. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, he's so good. Yeah. But they don't use him as much as they do in the books, unfortunately. Nah. So uh, I felt like they used him a decent amount in the second one. Yeah, like not much in the others though. Yeah, not really. And and what's funny is he's well, and of course he is an integral part in what happens yeah. in Mockingjay. But I don't know. In, in the book, you know, everything is different when it's uh, you're reading a book. Yeah, and, you can fit more in, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so, any other thoughts on number two? Um, um uh, they did do a couple of things. Uh, that I kind I kind of like that like carried from the first to the second. So um, when they're uh, going into the the big room with all the all the um, all the rich people, you know, and showing what their skill is. Yeah. You know, yeah. When Jennifer Lawrence goes in there, <laughs> you know, she shoots the apple out of the pig's mouth, and then the second time she hangs up the dummy and yeah. uh, still look like the guy with the beard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that and the dresses, uh, yeah. both on. Um, <laughs> he likes the dress. <laughs> we like the dress. <laughs> no, I mean that's that's an yeah. integral part of what's going on in the story, yeah. and I, I, it's a it very subtle ways. Everything. Sorry, I got a little mustache hair that's getting in my nose. <laughs> Every, <laughs> I'm not picking my nose, guys. I just got a little little cosmetic yeah, issue. Like one of the rich people. I know. Like, um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh, there's little subtle ways of them like saying basically screw you to the government yeah. and the, the the more they get into the games the less subtle they are because now they're just like okay we're gonna die anyway so might as well screw you yeah, and like, it's also like a good uh, visual representation of the stakes yeah. so like you know you know in the first one 
uh, yeah, make the little jabs at them small, but then they get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Like that one lady who gets up on stage and just like death to bleep everything she says. Yeah, that's Jenna Malone. Yeah, she... I, I like that part a lot. I just wish we would have had a little more time with the tributes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And and that's the real thing with that one, too, is, like, in the first games, we got a lot of build up to the first games. Mm-hmm. And because they were putting so much into this one, uh, we didn't get as much build up to the games. Yeah. Like, the games was, like, a third. Yeah. Both the build up and the actual games was, yeah. like, a third. Like, and I feel like this, the games in the second one was a lot more interesting with, like, the gas trap. Yeah. And also, what what was up with Finca and Old Lady? <laughs> uh, she... Was she volunteered for the girl that he loves? Oh, yeah. yeah for I Annie. know she kisses him. The old lady kiss, kisses yeah, him before way. she yeah. commits suicide. But put yourself in her shoes. You're not going to do that. <laughs> You're about to commit suicide. You might do something stupid. I don't know. I'm not saying I would kiss Finnick. I'm just saying. He kiss Finnick. Maybe. I'm just saying it's a possibility, all right? I think they, they mentioned that. The, Put him in a locked room. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they mentioned that she, uh, she like she helped raise him. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Like she, so she has a strong connection to. Yeah, him. and she's a victor too. So uh, she won her games years ago, and so they all kind of shared that bond. And yeah. there's one throwaway line from Hamish where she's like, she's actually a, a wonderful lady. Yeah. yeah, like, and where he talks a little bit He's about. Like, I hope she passes quick because she's actually a wonderful lady. Yeah, and yeah. then it's like for me, like in the books, it doesn't translate like that because for me, it was like, oh my gosh, Hamish knows all these people. Like these are his. If he has any friends, these are his friends. Yeah, they're the only friends he knows because they all went through the you know, same the, trauma. Yeah, but um, so I think speaking of trauma, that brings us to Mockingjay Part Uno. Mm. They decided to split it up. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should address too. Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. becomes the game maker yes. in Catching Fire, and he turns out to be on working for the rebels. the rebellion side. My mom didn't see that coming, so that was uh, pretty refreshing. Uh, I must have like uh, there's a and there's a lot even from uh, Catching Fire, but also in Mockingjay Parks One and Two that I must have like just blocked out because of trauma because <laughs> I, I don't remember. Um, that that little twist in the end. I, I was right. always like trying to remember going back to like, okay, I I know something happens right. here. See, I forgot. Am I remembering it correctly? Because I now that I've like seen them, I remember him as the guy that set up the whole thing for the rebellion to get them out of the games. Yeah, right. But now, so my mom's watching it, and the, like when it happens, because she even says, "Oh, he's a bad guy. I can feel it." And she doesn't know, like, anyone in Hollywood. So, like, she doesn't know it's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, but she's, like, when he's dancing with Katniss in a weird way, yeah. <laughs> she's, like, he's a bad guy. I can feel it. And then at the end, he gets her out, and she just goes, I'm confused. Why is the bad guy getting her out? And I'm, like, because he's not bad. And she's, like, he's bad. He made the games. And I'm, like, he made the games to get her out. And she was, like, I don't buy it. I think <laughs> he's still bad. Well, yeah. But he's I don't – I wouldn't – uh, make that um, that point at all because you know in that scene where he's where he's doing a little dance, you know he shares that he doesn't he doesn't like the system. Yeah, yeah. I also love that line when when she's like, "Then why did you do the games or something?" And he's like, "Same as you, I volunteered." And that's mm-hmm. that first inkling of oh something is going on is yeah. different here. It's yeah. not just a normal thing. Yeah, um, he's not like the other yeah. senators. Yeah, he's not like the other. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Also, <laughs> a, a visual difference. Um, he was like 
his hair and his and his wardrobe. It's like, surprisingly normal. Yeah. Yeah. In a in a world like the last game master, he literally looked like the devil. That is true <laughs> with the little okay. Yeah. Low key though, I really wanted the like weird designs <laughs> yeah. of the beard. When I was first growing it out. Apparently like, that's his real beard. Really? Yeah, they actually just made that from his real beard, apparently. I I'm mean serious? why not? I think I'm pretty sure. I, I watched videos doing a little bit of research after and I pretty Oh sure. nice. I I'd love that, honestly. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. So so speaking of fashion, um I guess well, we'll speak of fashion in a minute. I guess we should go through the didn't hate it's and, and I'll start us. I didn't hate Mock and Jay part one. Yeah, didn't hate it. Uh oh. There's a lot of hesitation <laughs> with this one. <laughs> I guess I didn't hate it. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> okay, we'll we'll get into to I, why. It yeah. might be for me because um, I watched them both back to back, and yeah. I didn't have to wait the gear in between. Especially, it's weird because like they pick up right after each other. Yeah, I I will say rewatching them, I think they hold up a lot better. Yeah, because yeah. that's something I do remember. The mocking jays is what really people got a bad taste in their mouth for. I think it was just number one, they split a pretty short book into two parts. Yeah. And then number two, it it didn't work out like we thought it was. Like I was talking to Derek about it before, and everyone thought it was going to be like Deathly Hollows part one and part two. Well, that's one five-hour long movie that's split into two parts. So we thought that this would be the same thing. Not really. They're two separate movies. Yeah. They're just called part one and part two. Yeah. And even I think that's to its detriment. I think it sets a bad expectation. I think even I think even then, even if you're you make like one big movie and just like split it down the middle, or if you make a two parts that have a solid beginning, middle, and end, I think either way, the two parter finale I just never really stuck with me that much. I mean that's fair. I feel like they rushed through some things I wish we would have took some time with. So like, you know, Katniss is in uh, District 13, and I don't think that the movies make a good point of saying, hey, District 13 was wiped out. They yeah, really don't yeah. say that much. They say mention it once. Yeah, yeah, it's like a throwaway line. Yeah, And in the books, that's one of the main like things is uh, they're all, always talking about how 13 got wiped out because like yeah. that's the motivation yeah. to not buck the system, right? Yeah, because um, they'll so, kill you. Yeah, so now, like, so I take everything from my mom's point of view because she's very much going to be like that late person that knows nothing about the source material or the actors mm-hmm. or anything. She's going to take the story for exactly what it presents itself. And there was a little confusion. Like, for instance, they presented the idea of Avoxes in this one. Uh, do y'all know what the Avoxes are? Uh, the Yeah, the, the people tongue? with the uh, tongues cut out. Yeah. They're basically oh, their okay. slaves, oh, yeah. right? But I didn't mean to lock eyes with you. <laughs> but they're basically their slaves. And since they don't say that, like in the movies, at all... Uh, my mom, like when they get to the part that the guy that's an Avox shows yeah. up and he's part I of the camera love team because he's uh, yeah. he's in Daredevil. I forgot his name, but he plays Foggy in Daredevil. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, I th- think in uh, part two they do say something where they where they go into like the the prison old prison area in that city and there's like he has like PTSD or something. He's like, yeah, yeah, because he's been there before and he was kept down there or something. Yeah, it was like the sewer system, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I remember that. Um, I did love the camera uh, stuff. Yeah. The cameras of the future are just masks. Yeah. With little <laughs> flashlights on them. Cool. I like that. Yeah. I, I also love the idea that Katniss is not the leader of the resistance. She's just like a propaganda She's piece. the voice. I love that. It, it yeah. does keep in line with that she's just a person that decided to volunteer for her sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and and that's one of the things I love about her character too is she she didn't become important by trying to do anything. She just became important by doing what was right. Yeah, you know, and and that's such a good that's a universal character. And then of course you have other characters that like Effie. Speaking of fashion, getting back to that point, you thought I was going to leave that hanging. Uh, Effie's character is not in Mockingjay the book, so mm-hmm. her entire character is not there. She is so lovely in those movies, in, in Mockingjay yeah. Part One and Part Two. Her arc being like a, a a refugee of war and stuff, I love it. She she is a genuinely lovable character. And yeah, her uh, reaction to you know how life is like, you know, in um, Section Thirteen, uh, you know, the kind of clothes they wear, you know, the sanitation, yeah. and just her disgust uh, almost. What what I it. love is she has like a longing for the capital. Yes. Right and. At the end, like, I don't know if y'all noticed, but at the end of uh, Monkey J Part 2, she's wearing, you know, more colorful clothes, but they're a lot more toned down. They're not like the stuff she's wearing before with a bunch of glitter. She doesn't go full peacock. They're, they're kind of just, like, purple with, like, a straight yeah. thing. Yeah. And uh, th- that, I think, to me, is a very subtle... There's a lot of subtleties in these movies, and to a point, maybe a little too subtle. Because, like, some things can be lost, like... My mom didn't know Cinna died, so like when they say, "Oh, Cinna's dead," right, and she's like, "Oh no, what happened to him?" I'm like, "You remember when he was dragged off and they were beating him bloody? He died. Yeah, that was a yeah. die. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so Derek, tell us, uh, why don't you like this movie? <laughs> well, and it's it's okay because th- these two, I think, have a stink to them. Yeah. From from a lot of people, I just think rewatching them. I remember not liking part two at all, but rewatching them, I liked them both. But I have a different expectation now. It wasn't yeah. this huge thing. It was just, you know, yeah. Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah but when it first came out, yeah. And that's, I don't know. Every time there's a two-parter, I, even like today, everyone just scoffs like, oh my gosh, another two-parter. Oh my god! And somehow it's gotten worse. Yeah. It's gotten you worse. Notice, notice that, like, it's gotten worse because more. It's more, and it started with like the young adult adaptations where they make the big finale a part two. I mean, that's annoying, but at least I see the reasoning. But like, you know, I'm watching Fast X, and oh, I'm the point of Fast X in a in um in Mission Impossible. Yeah, at least Mission Impossible they say up front it's a part one. Now I I do not understand why they decided to make that a two parter. That makes yeah. no sense. Definitely could have been one contained story, yeah. and it made no money. So yeah. uh, that's the risk they run nowadays: is the part twos just aren't making money. Yeah. And across the Spider Verse, I wish they advertised that more because they said it once in like the teaser trailer that came out a year before the movie. Same, and then n- n- never again. My thing is, I kind of look at it as like a video game that like releases halfway done, and then they do free updates. Nintendo's really bad about doing that right now. Uh, it's kind of like that: you release a movie that has a part one. And then you get free updates. Don't worry. Of course, you got to pay for a ticket, but yeah. don't worry. But it'll be two years from now, and that'll be the part two. And it's really just like all the examples from this year I can think of. They shouldn't have two parts. There's no story like Mission Impossible, Fast X. Oh my God, Fast X. Uh, Spider Verse might be the one outlier, yeah. but the rest of them is like there's no point in doing a two part to them. Yeah. Like you could have just done the bad guy in the one thing, have it in, and then just do a sequel. Gosh darn it. Yeah. Wrap up your arcs. That's what I would say. 
at least do what kind of Hunger Games did and have it, the first part be like a complete story within itself. Yes. And then move on. I will say I do think that that's a nice part of Mockingjay Part One's Part 1 and 2 because it's not like Deathly Hollows where it's a movie split yeah. in half. They are two distinct movies. Yes. And for that, I can understand why they have some pacing issues and stuff like that because I think most people were just expecting one was going to set up everything and then two was going to pay off everything. Wrap up everything. But that's not what happened. They're really both a lot of setup. Yeah. And you don't get a lot of payoff until like the last 30 or 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'd, I didn't like it at first. But uh, rewatching them, uh, Katniss's character holds true to the end. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of Coin, President Coin. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think they fleshed her out enough in the movie. Yeah. Because she, it's kind of like a Daenerys thing. I, I know y'all aren't Game of Thrones folks, um, and I'm not either, really. But I watched it. Um, but it's kind of like where they present the idea, and and that's in Mockingjay Part Two, I think. They present the idea that hmm, maybe Coin's not all she says she is, yeah. and that's enough for Katniss to, yeah, you know. <laughs> I kind of wish they set up being like more and more shady as yeah. time goes on. Because like, yeah. wasn't it right before that when they thought Katniss died, where she was like, oh wow, she actually cares about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One well, she's saying it sarcastically too. Yeah. She's like, "I didn't know she cared so much about me." Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing too is like, the more it kept going, there were people telling her like, "Don't trust her." Like, uh, yeah. what's his name? Hog. The Herschel Ali. Yeah, yeah. Don't trust her. He's like, "Don't trust her." And and so my mom, you know, she's the lay person, so that's why I I, I was like trying to see how she's reacting to it. She's like, mm-hmm. "Okay." I think something's up with this lady. And I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> but I just feel like there's not enough there. Cause like f- from what I can tell, she's a politician and until, and we'll just like get right into part two because part one and part two is so close. Um, so when she brings uh, up at the end, let's do another hunger games. Yeah. I just feel like it was too much too fast. Yeah. I feel like, like it, there, there was no teasing at that point. It was just like, we're going to do another hunger games and I'm evil like, now. Like, yeah, I thought sure, it, it was, it was, dumb on her part she, yeah. for me she was obvious right from the get-go right. and then when it came time to that i was like yeah i, I, and I, I thought it was going to be different because she said like a mock hunger games or an honorary hunger games or something yeah she but said an yeah. honor uh a symbolic uh, yeah symbolic. That, so i thought it wasn't going to be like a real hunger games thing no it, it was they're literally talking an about just hunger, hunger games with the capitals children instead of the what districts. makes it symbolic if they're still killing kids that's and that, that's the thing is so I get like so Jenna Malone's character is supposed to be this very like you know she's angry she's wild and crazy, but you know her line where she's like well Snow has a granddaughter uh, I'd like to see her compete or something and I was just like I don't know if I I, I guess I could see how a character could feel that way but it kind of yeah. became split at the vote right yeah and it was up to Haymitch and Katniss and I did love that for Haymitch because. That is some really good character growth because he trusted Katniss, and and voted with her. Mm-hmm. But he he was not voting for another games. No. He was voting no. because he he, he knew to what her. she was going to do. Yeah, um, and I love that. And I do yeah. I like that the whole stuff with Peta happened. You know, he yeah. gets hypnotized. What I don't like is in part two, we don't see a lot of the recovery. No. So at He's the just end, better like. Yeah. Uh, well, we see BD. the recovery. We don't see his journey through. Yeah, the we recovery. don't see the process. Yeah, BD's yeah. like, you want to see him? He's high, now. Yeah, yeah, and then like, of course, they at the end they move back to District Twelve. And my thing is, I would have a hard time trusting a guy 
that for a, a season of time would attack you yeah. and try to kill you to multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Multiple t- and he killed several of the rebellion yeah. people. Yeah, like in that weird like magnet water. Yeah, that was kinda weird too. Um I, I kind of thought it that was, was visually cool. cool yeah, like not. I liked that, but to me, like I was ready for the war. I was ready for you know, yeah, the re- rebellions rising up, and they're like, oh, the the game makers hid pods, and now it's all these traps. And I was like, I just feel like that's less. In- it's more games, but it's less interesting than just the world stuff. I like that now we're in it. Like they're bombing hospitals. Yeah. Like the rebellion leader might be bad. Like we're yeah. in the crap right now. I want to see that. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. And the the magnet water was more yeah. like like I felt like I was in the games and yeah. it just felt yeah. like we were sliding backwards a little bit yeah. and not not like, getting to yeah. a conclusion. Uh, it would have been nice if they yeah, they did go full on like war, war movie. Yeah. Um cuz they they flirted with it in the first one, but then they they It keep felt a little yeah. generic. Yeah, mm. sure. Sure. I mean, I I really like the part where she shoots the arrow at the one ship. And it crashes into the other ship, yeah. and then uh, they get it on camera and they use yeah. it in the propo. I yeah. love that, but she does that once, and that's really all she does, like in both yeah. movies. That's so. That's one of my like, problems with I did the think f- part one. Um, you know, she becomes this propaganda, you know, you know, tool for them. So she doesn't really get to do much of anything, right. and she doesn't really get a chance to grow any further she's now kind of locked in as a character that's fair yeah Yeah, like i thought the movie's gonna be her trying to like break into the front lines and actually do something and not like sort of be complicit being like sort of the propaganda Mm -hmm. piece and chilling back well and i think one of the ways that the theme falters a little bit is it it started out government bad well katniss gets this idea that it's snow so now she's like even with the capital people when they're trying to get them to like surrender she's like Turn turn your guns to snow, and they make it about the one person. Yeah. yeah, and to me that's a lot weaker because the theme and with coin with coins action, th- that is the theme is that government is corrupt. Yeah. Like at every yeah. level, you just can't trust the government. So you have to like build in that. I think that was the theme at the end. They had to build in the checks and balances so that you couldn't have another snow or another Hunger Games or yeah. right. Yeah. So. The fact that, like, it becomes very centric on... I like the idea that she now wants to go assassinate Snow and that Gale is kind of a good character because he's like, yeah, I'll help you, but also you're crazy. But then he turns out to just be a whiny brat. Yeah. Did did y'all find that? Like, at a certain point, he's just zero to 100. He's just all in on the government propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say, other than... PETA being brainwashed, um, which those parts, like when we when we first see it, I completely forgot that happened. So when he attacks her, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Now PETA is interesting to me. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. But once once he goes from zero to a hundred, you know, um, recovery wise, uh, now PETA and uh, Liam are. Completely um, pointless to me. Yeah. I feel that it also. Did, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it does feel like Peter's a little useless in the movies. And Katniss keeps going back and forth on the tri- on the triangle. Yeah. Like they're just kind of just sitting there while she does the love triangle. Yeah, manipulation. I feel like after Catching Fire, like in the Mockingjays, Gail, he, she should just get with Gail because that's a clear answer. And I get like. 
they were separated, uh, her and Peta, and so that's why it didn't happen. And then Gail's going through his own stuff because he knows that she's in love and what? No, no, whatever, right? But for me, I was also going to say Liam Hemsworth's acting, not great. Yeah, There's that the part when he talks about how he saved pretty much everyone in his district. So like Gail's a really cool character in the books. Um, in the <laughs> movies, he's doing the he's talking about that, and when they're filming when the propos, and I just you I don't feel what you're supposed to feel. I don't think because yeah. he's just like that. I grabbed all the women and children, and we ran to the fence, and the sky was on fire. And it's like this should be like chilling stuff. I think I'm it was probably going sleepy. for that very uh, sad tone. I guess. I just felt sleepy when he yeah. was talking the whole time. He was uh, aiming for sad, but hit monotone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another problem with that scene is we've already seen that place before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, Katniss goes back at to District 12 yeah. at the beginning on her own. And at that point, yeah, that was pretty powerful, seeing that whole field of skeletons. Yeah. But then when they go back and they do... Um, the prop ups. I was just like, eh, yeah, we've been here before. I've seen this. Right. Yeah. It feels, it feels stale, and I and that might not be Liam Hemsworth's fault no, altogether. No. Because like like I said in the books, I think that's handled a little better. Another thing that's handled better is Finnick. Yeah. Finnick's great. Finnick's awesome, yeah. and his whole speech where he talks about how he was basically human trafficked yeah. and uh, how Snow is dying and constantly poisoning yeah. people and taking antidote and, and trying to mask that that's a very pivotal part of the entire plot in the books in the movies it's happening in the background yeah, yeah. as we hear katniss go president snow are you there that really annoys me i, I don't like that part well no no it wasn't it going um when they were uh trying to um yeah but you remember get, so it was a trap yeah. yeah so they were trying to get Peta. okay yeah, yeah. And, it was that yeah. and so they were blocking their transmissions Beatty, our boy mm-hmm. Was uh, blocking the transmissions with Finnick. Yeah. But in in the uh, book that happens. Yeah. But his speech is incredibly powerful and it changes people's alliances because he's divulging the truth about why Snow is yeah. doing what he's doing, yeah. and it's it's actually pivotal. Like it explains his actions this entire time. But it's not really but, focusing on it. But in the movie, it do, it doesn't really do that. So I feel like they're a little more shallow, and then uh, Snow is, and then Katniss becomes a little more shallow because uh, she's just kind of a sniveling mess over Peta, you know? Yeah. And, and Peta's a sniveling mess. So it's Peta, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I feel like there's definitely some a lot more lows in those movies than there are highs. Yeah. yeah. But overall, I That's liked it. the idea of that enough. Yeah. If they had kept it as one movie. Yeah. I, I like the whole overarching story. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I think we gotta talk about um the primrose in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um Derek, tell you, tell us how you feel about uh Prim's death. It, she dies. It completely illegitimizes Katniss's decision, like the one really good decision that she actively makes yeah. to save a life. Uh, and but but now she's dead so so in the might as well not have happened i know i've said it a lot but in in the book i do think they handled that better because you feel it more like in the movie it's she sees prim randomly yeah and she's just like primrose and then boom (laughs) she dead and in the book it's handled a little bit better so like you feel her character progression and and prim like refuses to be left out of this war 
So like that's a big character thing for her. Mm. And the movies they never touch on that, right? So they yeah. they circle around the idea that she's doing trying to become a doctor and doing which medicine, is really cool, which is awesome. Yeah. I wish they would have done a little bit more with that, yeah. like they did in the book. So so in the book, when when it happens, like that, her character is at a point where you couldn't have done anything to keep her like away from this. Yeah. But in the movie, it's just like randomly Primrose shows up. And, but I will say I really love the idea that in the end, you know, everyone gets bombed. All the kids get bombed. The little yeah. care packages come down. Yeah. And yeah. they reach out, and then it, it all blows up, right? And that's how how they get Prim. Yeah. Um, and they frame Snow. Coin is framing Snow to make yeah. it look like he bombed his own people. Yeah. But really, it's Coin. Yeah. yeah. I like that. But like I said, it just kind of comes... To me, it's like the th- one thing that Daenerys does in Game of Thrones, which is actually evil. But it's just one thing. Like, it's an evil act. And it's like, okay... That person needs to be dealt with. Like, Coin needs to be dealt with because she bombed children and and framed Snow. But it's not like a, oh, my God, she was always the evil one. We have to shoot her in the chest with an arrow right now. I mean, I can buy it. Don't get me wrong. I can buy it. But it it just happens a little too fast. It needs to be a little more gradual or a little more, like, I don't know. You know, a little more. I wish we, like, felt spend more time with her. Yeah. like. I feel like they were building up to it in like that part too, where like, like he, Mahershala Ali dies, like don't trust her. Yeah. And like everything else building up, and then after like the bombing, her being like, what about another Hunger Games? Yeah. See, that's the thing to me. Yeah. That's like, okay, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. That's not. You went from like zero seventy five to hundred. Yeah, yeah. Like we escalated so quickly, and I wanted to learn more about like, uh, they said that her husband and her kids died. In the um, in the plague that happened in District 13 when they were hiding out, I would like to know more about that yeah. to get yeah. more of her character from that because I like her motivation is not like Snow's motivation is to keep the status quo. Yeah, her motivation at the end of it seems to be she just wants to be the one in charge. Yeah, so I think that's a lot weaker. Like in the book, she doesn't really come off that way, and it's it's more like she actually believes that her in charge is changing the status quo. But in the movie, it kind of looks like she wants to keep the status quo, just be in charge of that. Also for a a book um, portion, does Prim's death really do anything? Um, No, but I I would say it adds to why Katniss goes back to like District 12 and eventually gets with PETA. So Mm. the answer is no. But it's also in a subtle way, yeah, because, like, if she was lost at any point up to this, she's truly lost when Prem is is gone, right? Yeah. She's always had some kind of hope, but when Prem is gone, her entire hope is, is gone. Yeah. Um, but then PETA is, like, becomes her new hope, if that yeah. makes So, I'll be honest, a lot of people don't like the Mockingjay book. Really? It's the least liked out of the two because you have the books are the same. Hunger Games is really good. Catching Fire is somehow better. And then Mockingjay is like, I guess it wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, because in the movies, it definitely doesn't do anything. I, I would agree. It does around the same, I think. and Maybe for, a little more weight, too. And for right? me, it just, oh, anything that it does represent or do, it is just completely overshadowed that it does not fit the theme of the whole franchise, which is sure. hope. Rebellion, rising up, saving people, mm-hmm. which that's what her character was being trying to do. And then all of a sudden, she's gone. Yeah, so I too bad, Cagnus. I guess you should have never have uh, never <laughs> spoken up in the first place. Stayed at home. Yeah, I Save guess us a lot of trouble. That w- 
that's what they're kind of shooting for. Like war is like inevitable. Like everybody ends up dying in war eventually, and, right. and stuff and like that. that if that bad. was the main message of yeah, the whole it, franchise, then cool, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah I felt like after she died, inevitable. yeah, it's just like one. Um, another thing that's a huge bummer is this whole thing has been built up to the rebellion. So the rebellion happens and they win, but at a really really high cost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. So, like, it's a huge bummer for the world because the world is mourning. So, I kind of like it because that's just real life, I feel like. Like, that would happen in real life. They win, but, like, they're mourning more than celebrating because it was at a super high, like, yeah. life price. But for the movie, it, it's definitely a bummer because Prim is dead now. A lot of the characters that you've grown to like are dead now. Yeah, Finnick and dies. Finnick dies just unceremoniously. Yeah, like Katniss <laughs> blows him up. Yeah, literally. Once he threw his his main weapon, I was like, "Well, he's dead." Yeah, my mom did the same thing. As soon as the trident left his hands, she was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, he gone." Um, and she was like, well, what about that thing with Annie? Is that going to come back? And I'm like, no. They got married, so that's yeah. cool. They got married, and uh, well, she writes a letter to Kenneth and Peta at the end. Which I like that a lot. And yeah. so the one thing we didn't talk about was um, Plutarch's character uh, and how it changed yeah. because uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman passed in the middle of filming the second one. Yeah, go over that because so, I remember that he did die. but I, So I in the remember. book, uh, he has been orchestrating a lot of the stuff that like so, Katniss winds up doing things. You know that how he sends the letter via Hamish that yeah. says, "You know, everyone was surprised, but I wasn't. I knew exactly what you're gonna do." He was kind of orchestrating everything to get to like to get that one woman from District Eight to be the president yeah. and to get Coin out. And you know, it was kind of him orchestrating everything. Well, in the book, he does it. In the movie, you don't see much of it because he died. So yeah. they did it. They have him reveal that in a letter to Katniss. And it just comes off as a little more random, I think, because it's like, oh, he was randomly there and was able to manipulate things to a good outcome, I guess. So that's good. And then at the end, when they're watching the woman get sworn in as president and they're like and they say no one wins the games with Plutarch sitting there. I like that because that's that is who Plutarch's character is. He is an opportunist, but also a good guy. But like he is both of those things. So like you you don't know sometimes if he's just doing it for himself or if he's doing it for the greater good, or if they're the same thing. And really, they turn out to be the same thing. Yeah. But in the movie, because he passed away, it it gets lost a little in translation. And that's yeah. another reason why you don't see a lot of coin, because yeah. in the movie, he's manipulating coin. You just don't know he's manipulating coin. Mm. So you see him like one time when Katniss uh, gets killed like yeah. in the building. You see her show up, and then Plutarch's like sitting in the corner. And it's of course it's CG and all that stuff. So. Yeah. And there's like that one shot where like um coin gets shot in the chest and he's like smirks a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's CG, but I do really like that scene where the she comes out and she like is aiming and I just feel like <laughs> come on, you gotta know what's gonna happen. Yeah. And she goes <laughs> and then yeah. Snow or not Snow, <laughs> Coin's just up there. Like, ah and I gotta address, I don't like Julian Moore, but because I don't know. She's very hit or miss to me as an actress. Hmm. I liked her in this role a lot. I just wish we could have gotten to know her character a little bit more yeah. so that it made sense that she's a baddie. Yeah. You know? yeah. But other than that, I thought she did pretty well. Yeah. Uh, so I asked because I was confused. At the end of uh, was Catching Fire, no, no, uh, Mockingjay Part 1, they had um, a little clip that said, In Memory, 
uh, Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. So I think like, okay, yes, I now remember uh, he died, so we're probably not going to see him at all, or it's going to be pretty bad CGI. I believe they had a couple of things in the can, but they actually scrapped some of the because they filmed them both together. Because you know, it felt like half of half of those stuff like was. Genuine, you know, he actually yeah. did film yeah. that. It wasn't bad CGI, so I was like confused. Like, so did he? Did he die before yeah. they started filming, or did he? Line. Yeah, he, he died in the middle. So that's that's yeah. the weird thing. Is like there are some shots of him where he's really in the room. I think that shot where he's in the room with Coin, he's yeah. actually there. So like it just feels normal. But then there, <laughs> everything that happens at the end, you know, when the lady's getting sworn in, yeah, and you just see him in a hologram that is clearly, clearly. CG. Um, the rest CG I think looks okay, but yeah, yeah, I didn't I really it, notice. It was just unfortunate because Plutarch is a really cool character, and yeah, I don't yeah. think he came off that way because of Philip and such great casting too yeah. with Philip Seymour Hoffman. But but because he passed it, it just didn't work yeah. out. But um, overall, I do think, like Lewis said, I do really like the franchise overall, and I think the little stink that I had in my nose for Mockingjay Part One and Two. It's not as bad because I've seen a lot worse part ones. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Uh, so, and since then, I have finally seen all the Twilights because Zach's wife, mm. Tori, made me watch all the Twilights. Ooh, okay. And they are, they're not good. They're movies. They're technically. They're a series of moving pictures. They are moving pictures <laughs> and people like them. And they made a lot of money. So, I don't know. Comparatively, Mockingjay is a masterpiece. <laughs> So, cinematic classic. But, uh, yeah, any final thoughts on the franchise as a whole? or Even though that we've, we've, we've all kind of stated that we like the world, mm. um, the new one coming out, I, I don't yeah. really, I'm not interested that much. I'm kind of interested because I just got into the franchise, mm. and I do kind of want to see more of like the actual games. You're like a little baby; yeah. everything's new and exciting. <laughs> yeah, you're not like a seasoned veteran. So it's <laughs> like we've it's that be first time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be honest; I love the world. Yeah, yeah. I don't want a prequel. Yeah, I feel yeah. like a sequel would be cool, or I feel like <sighs> for a prequel, like starting at the very first Hunger Games, is a very cool place to start. It could be. I don't understand why there's snow and all these other people, though, because the games are, like, there are 75 years of games. Yeah. What's yeah. so snow? How would it, he doesn't look that old. Well, Donald Sutherland was, like, you know, he's old. He's, like, in his 80s now. So he'd be, like, five years old. I mean, I mean, that's my thing is, like, 75. So, like, say he's in his 20s. And so in the books, I do think, and this is vague, okay, it's many years ago, uh, a decade ago that I watched that I read the books, but I do believe they talked about aging serums. Oh. So that might, I, it just came to me because you know, that stuff that PETA puts on his leg yeah, that yeah, Kenneth yeah. puts on hers and on, on his wounds and it like instantly heals, heals. them. Yeah. Apparently the capital had stuff like that, but it's very rare and very expensive. So like mm. none of the districts ever yeah, knew. Any of that ain't mm. ain't getting nothing. So I do think that, they might ad- they better address that in the song birdies um, mm. because I vaguely remember that. Uh, that that would make sense then. Yeah, like singing I mean, Young Snow. They they got a cool cast. Viola Davis is in there, so yeah. you know, I I will watch it. But I think they made a couple mistakes. Like number one, they waited ten years. Yeah, and then number two, yeah. like I don't know, a prequel of the first games just feels like to me. 
I've never liked prequels because you know where they're going to go anyway. And now our main characters are Snow. I don't I don't know if I ever cared that much about Snow. Is the main character Snow, or is he just going to be like a character in the background? He's probably going to be the main like antagonist, right? I, I feel like well, having the same antagonist well, yeah. in prequel never goes right. Well, who else? Who else would you make as a main antagonist? I guess like who was the else? who was the president during the first? Hunger, Hunger That's Game? a good question. Yeah, like they, I, I think like it, I think this is going to show his rise to power. So I think we're right. actually going to see him become president, okay. yeah, which like, could be interesting. I don't know. Like the first Hunger Games happened because like. The rebellion like occurred and they wanted to crush it, so they made all the po folk fight, right? Yes. Well, so, well, like, that, ba- that basically, be... po folk were fighting as their punishment, mm. right? And it was supposed to be like in memory of what happened because people rose up. Yeah. Now this has to happen, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I would I actually like to see the, re- the, the, the that first rebellion. Yeah, that the yes. first rebellion would be a pre- good prequel, but I think that seeing that first Hunger Games like the shock and like horror of like what's going on the very first time like that could be an interesting story too. It's a good opportunity to create more interesting traps and mechanics. Yeah. If true. they focus on that, then it should do very well. This yeah. could be like Saw if they play I their cards say, right. Yeah. They, they could have a new Hunger Games every year, and we could get 74 movies building up to the 75th <laughs> yeah. quarter well. Imagine like... No, uh, thank you. <laughs> like 60 years from now, we see like baby Katniss in like post credit yeah. scene. And then Jennifer Lawrence is an 80 year old lady, like shows up as a cameo. Now, yeah. that would be kind of cool. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence plays uh, Katniss's mother. I thought you were going to say coin, but either one yeah. I think I'm down for. Yeah. Like that'd be fun. That'd be a, that'd be a weird Elseworlds yeah, type situation yeah. <laughs> if she played coin. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Uh, my thing is, I think Jennifer Lawrence in this franchise really shined, and I, I'm open to new characters with the prequel. But for me, like that was an era of Jennifer Lawrence acting. I don't know if we'll get again. Yeah. It, gave it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for the prequel because yeah, the whole franchise happens because of Jennifer Lawrence's character yeah. and her single important decision. That's yeah. it. Right. <laughs> and again, they waited too long and this is not based on the books. So you had the books that, you know, kind of blew up and then when they made them into movies, the movies blew up. Yeah. Well, then you wait 10 years and you do something not based on a book. Are there any more books? I don't think universe? so. I think mm. in that franchise it's So open. this is like free range yeah, so writers. this is like them just making it up as they go. That could either be really good or really bad. It, it will be, I what hope, it it's at least interesting. Yeah, I do. I, my biggest fear is that it'll be a boring, lukewarm remake. Yeah, and there's a lot of evidence to support that fear. I gotta be honest, all the trailers so far, I'm like... Oh, okay. New yeah. Hunger Games. I haven't seen any of the trailers because I, I just got in Hunger Games. Good, don't, don't watch them, and maybe... Yeah. Going into because I, bl- I believe we're still a week out when you're watching this, yeah. it's probably already out. Yeah, but like and subscribe if you want to see our review on snakes and song fire. <laughs> yeah, snakes on a plane. If you want to see that, <laughs> snakes on a flaming plane. Yeah. The hungry snakes on a uh, gaming plane. Um, but yeah, so that's our thoughts on the Hunger Games franchise. Uh, we hope you guys like the Hunger Games because if not, you just listen to like an hour of three dudes talking about it. Yeah, and you're probably mentally ill. So, um, any last thoughts before? We say goodbye. Nope, that's it. All right. <laughs> we'll give a part two. How about that? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I do got to address because there's some funny comments. We won't read a comment, but there's just some funny ones. Uh, we did a summer recap, 
And when we talked about how we hated the part one, part two, yes, I specifically made that a two-parter because that, that's pretty yeah. funny. So, yeah. <laughs> And it was like three hours long. You want to listen to us talk for three hours? No. If you uh, do, no. thank you. If you do, seek help. Seek medical attention. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Derek, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having um, me. It won't happen again. No, I mean, it, it may happen again. It may. <clears throat> it will. We'll see. It will. It'll definitely happen again. Hungry. What do you think? Would you like to invite me to come back? Oh, boy. He just opened that floodgates. <laughs> no. Ryan gets on there right now. No, it should be me. That should have been me, not him. It should have been me in the chair. Who is this boring guy? <laughs> That's what they say about me and Lewis. Yeah. All right, uh, boys and girls, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye.